bullshit. Bonjour. Bonjour. Well, thank you. Finishing up the last can of celebration for the year. Who makes that beer? At Sierra Nevada. It comes out every November. It's their Fresh Hop IPA. And if you get lucky, you can find it in the, into the early parts of the year. And I found, I found a 12-pack uh, probably about a month ago. And so finishing up the last of it. It's not in the greatest shape anymore. It's a little, little oxidized, but it's still damn drinkable. Well, What's everybody else drinking? Kip's recovering. Yeah, I drank a lot this weekend, so. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, uh, you were on your golf outing? Yeah, it was a golf trip to Williamsburg, so. Yeah. It was more drinking than golf, probably. I leave Wednesday for Scottsdale. Oh, nice. Yeah, the hop concept, so that's a Tommy. Well, should we get it out of the way and talk about what happened in the hockey thing, and then we're done with hockey for a while? <laughs> yes. I've been interacting with uh, with Brett regularly. So Brett got his ass handed to him in the second game. Yeah. For sure. Kevin Fiala beat his whole team. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. Wow. And here's a, here's a, a little more fun with numbers. If you would put in – Wow, he did. Yeah. If you would put in uh, Tim's, all of Tim's reserves against Brett's best team, Tim still would have won. Yeah, well, pays to get hot at the right moment. Yeah. Hey, he took, he took, takes Liney out, for, or not Liney, Dreisaitl out. Yep. Liney got hurt, right? So, well, first game was a little closer. Yeah, Brett narrowed it at the end with the first game, but it was still, it was like, it was a pretty wide margin early on, and then Saturday, I think Brett had a good day to bring it back. Yeah, yeah, I think far. you're right. It, it was. Yeah, I think you're right. He was down pretty good, and then when I woke up the next morning, I was like, "Oh wow, he made it close at least, got the twenty. Yeah, uh, yep. But look, Kevin Fiala had eleven on the bench that first week. Yeah, wow, wow. Twenty-seven points or twenty-eight points, I guess, in two weeks. I don't think anybody had Kevin Fiala as the MHL playoff MVP before the season started. <laughs> no. It was never on my radar ever. I don't even know who he plays for. Is he Minnesota? Minnesota, but and, and that's the thing. Like wow, the Wild, wow. I think, are the highest scoring team in the league this year. Thirty two goals, fifty point fifty assists. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Wow. Twenty five years old. He's, he's gonna be a yeah. keeper. That's quite the streak he's on. Wow, look at this scoring streak. Go back to April fifth when he didn't score anything. Yeah, good for Tim. Playing the right yeah. guys at the right time. Well like probably, earned. I'm sure he picked them up, right? He didn't draft them. It was probably a pickup, right? I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it was good to see Tim back on top. <laughs> was he the very first winner? 
Uh, no, Ralph. Ralph was the very first winner. Okay. And then Tim Radoff for the next five. Let's see if he actually. Let's see if he uh, drafted him. Because eh, nope, picked him up. Wow. Good pick. Congratulations, yeah. Tim. That's bullshit. Oh, clap for Tim. Well, let's get past hockey because we have an exciting. Mm-hmm. Mike is back. <laughs> you ready, Mike? Yeah. Not yet. Well, no, you, are you talking about? Yeah, we haven't had uh, one in a while. Oh, yeah, yeah. We can, we can do that if you want. I thought you maybe you were talking about football. Not yet. We'll get there. Yeah. Welcome to Mike T's World of Hops. This week, Mike makes a triumphant return was a deep dive into Zappa. craziest music is anybody a zappa fan i only know a few of those songs i probably have heard that one but i'm most familiar with the what uh yellow snow one yeah don't don't eat your don't eat yellow snow right watch out where joe's garage was an interesting one valley girl oh i don't think i know that one you don't know that one it was his only top 10 hit oh he did it with his uh with his daughter moon unit oh wow how did, he, that. how did he become popular if he only had one top 10 hit? Who knows? It was in that era where it was more about rec- name recognition than popularity, I guess, or uh, like song popularity. But the, the, the hop is actually named after Frank Zappa. It's not like just some random thing. Uh, I guess the origin of Zappa is there's a... A hop strain uh, called Neo Mexicanus, and somebody took that strain and started to grow it in. So, which Neo Mexicanus is from New Mexico, uh, and they took the strain and started to grow it in the Yakima Valley, and it became like uh, FZXMP4. Uh, you know the the code on it. And then when it became commercial, the guy who created it was like, I think this should be a, uh, you know, this should be named after, you know, we've named hops after discoverers, we've named hops after this and that. And so we want to call this after a world-class musician and, uh, and hence uh, Zappa. And as you can see there, the, you know uh, some of the some of the aroma notes: uh, passion fruit, mint spice. I think uh, there's a little bit of citrus that comes into play, uh, pine, but and, and mango. But uh, one of the you know I'm, I'm drinking a Sierra Nevada celebration. One of the noted beers that is brewed with Zappa is. A Zappa Wild Stash from Sierra Nevada. So 
there there aren't a whole it's not a tremendously popular pop and i meant to actually text andrew to get some some background on which uh dg beers have been uh have used zappa and but he's out with his uh saying goodbye to his girlfriend tonight who is on her way to uh where is she going she's going to be a ranger in Oh, what's the park, uh, the national park right outside of Denver? Rocky Mountain. Rocky Mountain. That's it. Yeah. How could I not remember that? Yeah. So she's going to be not a ranger, but some kind of summer intern or something up in Rocky Mountain National Park. So anyway, so I couldn't get a hold of Andrew, but I know DG has used Zappa hops for at least a few different beers. Um, but I just, I, I think... When we were on our trip, something came up. I, I don't know if Zappa's name came up or we were talking about music and it made me remember, oh yeah, there's that Zappa hop. So hence the discussion about Zappa. So in this uh, page, it talks about the beer styles. So what is what is a mixed culture beer? A mixed culture beer would be a beer that uses multiple strains of yeast. Okay. So you have... Uh, you have Lager yeast, which is pasteuronis, uh, and you have ale yeast, which is saccharomyces, and then you have uh, like that sour kind of yeast, which is uh, lactobacillus or uh, or Britannomyces adds like a funky uh, a funky uh, uh, like leathery kind of strain to, or note to it. So if you use multiple cultures of yeast, they'll call it a mixed culture beer or a mixed fermentation beer. And do those usually come off tasting like, um, like a Belgian? Do they, I mean, I'm thinking it it comes off like a a grassy beer kind of thing. It can, it can be Belgian. It can be sour. It can be funky, uh, like really dank or, uh, excuse me. I think I mentioned like almost like leathery, cheesy some of them come across as like cheesy uh you see the one other note that uh i forgot to mention but did you see uh savory mint and fruity pebbles so you get some of that off of uh off of zappa but yeah because it has that really i guess um you know there's some a lot of different elements to zappa so uh, i guess apparently Brewers will use it with the mixed fermentation beers because it, it adds a lot of notes to it. And so when you, if you, if you use it with a beer that, that is high in ester quality or with a, uh, a strain, a yeast strain that's high in ester quality, in other words, it enhances the, the fruit elements, then, you know, you put Zappa in there, it's, it's almost like putting it on turbo you get more, more fruity uh, elements to it, more citrusy. So, so Mike, that's pretty interesting. Cause I mean, our worlds have just collided a little bit and we're not too dissimilar from each other because lactobacillus is actually a very common contaminant in a urine specimen, huh. most frequently seen in women. So not yeah. to kind of gross you out, but yeah. we see that uh, yeast quite often in contaminants. Yeah, and so lacto is often used in sour beers, so if, uh, what they call uh, referred to as kettle sours. 
So a lot of sour beers or originally sour beers, uh, particularly on the, on the Belgian side, they would just let it sit in, uh, they would use a different yeast strain, like a lacto and let it sit and age. And it would do all this different funky stuff to it. And then somebody discovered that you could basically create the same thing by doing a closed loop uh, with lacto and and just like circulating it. And then it could brew in, in 14 days instead of 24 months. And, uh, and so a lot of the, uh, with, again, what they refer to as kettle sours that are popular nowadays are, uh, have a lacto base. And if you're, but if you're like allergic to, uh, you, you know, lacto intolerant, a lot of people don't like those, those types of beers or they can't drink them. It, it makes their stomach turn sour or it gives them heartburn, whatever it might be. It's interesting about this on the recovered from the wild in New Mexico. I suppose it makes sense that hops would grow in the wild, but you just never really think about them that way. What's in the same family as uh, cannabis. Yeah. And so, but I guess there's a, you know, there's a, uh, a specific terrain where it really thrives and that Yakima Valley, you know, Northwest, it has that, that climate and the, uh, you know, the, the uh, precipitation that really drives the, the growth. All right. Well, there's Zappa hops. Zappa hops. As we head into the summer sort of podcast hiatus, I'm building all these best of Mike T's World of Hops episodes. So got Zappa to add to that, just to tease a, a mid-August podcast. <laughs> nice. All right, so we uh, get to the more important sport and uh, do a little soccer business. Got, we got a few features. Sunflowers pulling away. Well, let's, get to, let's get to everybody's favorite segment. <laughs> There's, there's no Mo Salah regret this week. Mike T's Mohamed Salah regret of the week. Alexander-Arnold. Anderson. Fabinho. Martin. Such a certainness in their play. What a ball by Mane. That's 2-0! That is incredible. Mohamed Salah. The six without a goal has just scored one of the goals of the season. That's incredible. This goal is absolute perfection. The ball in from Martin. Look at that touch from Diaz. First time again from Martin. The awareness, the pass from Mane into Salah and that touch. They're just on a different level. They've got great understanding. It's almost the perfect team goal. What a touch with his right foot. And a simple finish in the end, but that's down to the... Amazing awareness, teamwork, speed, and quality that this team have. Fantastic. Ended up at right back. I'm sure that's not the position he was supposed to be. Just possessed, and he can Liverpool. Mohamed Salah for Liverpool. 4-0. A chasing introduction for the Manchester United youngster. Mohamed Salah scores his second of the game. Yeah, so I mean, it was not quite this week, but it was, what was it, Wednesday or Tuesday or something? Tuesday, yeah. I think, yeah. So, but yeah. honestly, my bigger, most solid regret this week than hearing about the two goals, but I guess they're related, is I went back through emails and I found the email where apparently we agreed that 
there would be three keeps and teams <laughs> were not part of the keeps. And I just thought to myself, how fucking big of an idiot am I that I sat and, and I swear to God, when we were going through the draft, it was Sala or Liverpool, Sala or Liverpool. And I was looking at the numbers that Jack sent across. I'm like, I'll be stupid as like Saul is the safe choice, but Liverpool's the bold choice. Fuck. <laughs> well, we got a play of the week too. The Moon Premier League call of the week. Oh, what a pass to Trossard as well. Beautiful from Welbeck. And there's the return. Oh, it's an own goal. <laughs> Salasu. Tip. I didn't realize well, that Trossard was the guy that it. sent that one in Save for the own goal. The build-up play because Danny Welbeck here has produced <laughs> a truly sumptuous moment in the build-up. That was sensational. Sumptuous. But one more. Fortunately, Salasu, who I have, uh, he's not credited with that own goal. It's the team. Yeah. I, had, I didn't realize watching it that it was Trossard who threw the ball into the middle there. <laughs> it's always fun when it's your own guy. <laughs> Yeah, it's either your own defender or your own forward who uh, is on the other end of the own goal. Right. So you get, I get no points for that. Plus, I get the negative points on the own goal. So you yeah, got an assist, right? Right. Exactly. At least give me five for an assist, right? Yeah. Well, one more yeah. little thing for everybody. Yeah, it was funny. I saw the first goal was like an extra time. And then I didn't, I mean, I didn't watch those games. I only, what I could get today was the Burnley game, but the, I was the, getting all the updates. I'm like, there's Jack's pulling away again. The free kick shot. I mean, it was a good shot. Obviously it went in, but it wasn't like some of his free sh- free kick goals are just ridiculous where it's just inside the post and it's curling around and, um, and it was that one was just sort of one bouncing in, but that second goal was crazy. I mean, he just blasted that thing right in the slot. Yeah, he he's he's an interesting player because he frustrates me watching because he's always hanging back, but then he always piles. He takes every corner. So if they get five corners, I'm going to get four points or six points or something from him just from those. Um, but yeah, he he gets those free kicks right around the box. It's just it's almost money. I didn't realize that Beckham's the only one that's ever had more. And it's, he's only like four behind him or something like that. So they're talking he'll probably break, break Beckham's record eventually. Yeah. When I heard that on the re- one replay, I was like, holy shit. So, Mike, you had a killer day yesterday. Yeah. And I went back and looked because I like doing fun with numbers. That was my third highest scoring day of the season. Okay. Yeah. Well, four goals from uh, Jesus. Jesus. It was funny, the announcer guy, he's suddenly Irish or Scottish. He called him Jesus. Instead of Jesus. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Yeah. I think he only has seven goals on the season, so that was great. And and then this dude I just picked up, uh, Joel Linton, he scored two. And so had six goals in a 45-minute period, which I think is 25% of my total goal scoring for the whole season. <laughs> oh, that can't be right, can it? I only have like maybe 32 goals. Well, so it's 20%, 20% for the whole season. So it wasn't you doing the death threats to Harry Maguire, right? 
No. <laughs> no. Innocent. Yeah, it was a good uh good couple weeks from my guys. Jerry Jerry hasn't uh he was what was he within twenty or twenty five points there for a while, but Yeah. Yeah, I got I mean I got the twelve points within twelve points of you and then Oh really? Oh, okay. And downhill ever since. And Jerry, yeah, Jerry got close. I think he was like under ten at one point. So Chris, you're uh twenty two behind do you lay down for the extra 25 bucks or do you go try to get out of the basement i try and get out of the basement i mean i I still like today dawson still ranked me up uh 22 points i didn't i was working so i didn't get to see the hammers game but you know and uh then wow got me 11 uh you know so there's a lot of game left i'm i'm you know i'm pretty busy right now so i haven't paid as much attention so he uh, he got a straight re- he got a straight out. red card. So he's out for a while. Yeah, Dawson got a straight red card. That's Dawson, how he, that's how he got his points. He tackled Lukaku in the penalty area. Oh shit! Okay, that's a shame. Yeah, he's been uh, ever since I picked him up. He's been doing well for me, and you know, twenty two points there was a, a big help. So yeah, I mean, I'm right there. I'm I'm playing it through till the end. That was a weird lineup the Hammers had today. I mean, they clearly weren't worried about the Premier League at the moment. They want to win that Europa Europa thing or whatever. Yeah, I'm, Bowen's been on a – he hasn't been producing the last several games. He was injured for a little while, and yeah. he hasn't been back to full strength, sounds like. And I'm not sure why they didn't play him today, or they didn't start him. Yeah, well, they didn't start Antonio. They didn't start him. They didn't start somebody else pretty good because they have a game Wednesday, a semifinal game in the Europa I'm assuming Dave would know if he was here. I'm assuming maybe the winner of the Europa maybe gets a Champions League bid the following year or something like that because uh, all the announcers were saying was like that was that was what they were – that's why they thought he – because it, it was like the most lineup changes that coach has, has made since he's been with them. So it looked like he was trying to rest guys for that game in the middle of the week. So what are, what are the thoughts on whether Everton gets relegated? <sighs> wow. <laughs> I think they do. Yeah. They hung tough. They hung tough for the first half of the game. Yeah, yeah. When and, Liverpool... and so Burnley got the win, like the surprise win to move ahead of them, right? Right. But Burnley's been Burnley's been doing pretty well lately. They've uh, recently, you know, yeah, yeah. So they really want to get out of that relegation zone where Everton I just don't think has it in them. I think Burnley, you know, We'll win this match, you know, against them. But, I mean, it, 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 there's still weeks to go. But so, to, to, does Burnley play Everton coming up? I don't know. I don't think they play uh, each okay. other. So Burnley has Watford next week. Wow, which that's not a too difficult a chore. Yeah. I mean, and Everton has. Uh, who does Everton have Chelsea? Chelsea. Oh. <laughs> Like yeah, and, and Chelsea's got to play because they're, they're they're not that far out of fourth right now. I don't know Everton's what... schedule, I think, is really tough. They got Leicester, Chelsea. Yep. yep. Oh, Brentford. Brent... They've got one. Brentford's been playing decent. The Brentford's not even. Yeah, they're not. They're not a toss by any means. Arsenal. And Arsenal. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, I think Everton's done. So Burnley's got Newcastle, which yeah. is no 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 free game. And they've got uh, where they got top. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a battle. But but Aston Villa, Everton needs a win. Yeah, yeah, because they're what two back now. Yeah, but um, Burnley's a game ahead, right? 
they have one or so they have one game in hand. All right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they have a game in hand, but their game in hand is I think it's the Chelsea game. And I wanna say like maybe eight games in, they were probably top six. Yeah. Everton. Yeah, they started great. Yeah, they dropped big time. Yeah. I mean Leeds is still within reach, but Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure what the teams what with Chelsea, what do they care very much about finishing third or fourth, right? I don't think there's anything in that for them other than bragging rights. Yeah, a little pride and bragging rights probably. I was mildly surprised, and this goes back whatever, a week and a half or two weeks now. I was mildly surprised at how Man City and Liverpool both kind of sat back in that match and nobody really tried to attack, particularly towards the end of it. It's, It's clear those are two dominating teams. I mean, just look at their points. It's just amazing. Yeah. And the respect they had, like, it was notable to me, at least, like, you know, somebody would go down, they wouldn't bitch at each other, they would bitch to the refs, they'd give each other, you know, little little pats on the back or help each other up. There was a notable amount of respect between those two teams. Yeah, it's helpful for us that that they're as close as they are, because I remember Dave saying when we started this thing, that the teams that, you know, get into get deep in the Champions League, you know, they, there's, I don't know, there's, I'm assuming there's a lot of pride and maybe some money involved in winning that. But the fact that they're so close makes them keep not resting their guys. Though, yeah. though Man City didn't play, I mean, they were playing Watford, so they benched Foden and um, uh, one of the, who's Mares and Silva. He's not one of their scorers necessarily, but, but they benched a bunch of guys for, for their game against Watford. I think they were a little nervous because wasn't it? I think it was no score at the end of the first half or something like that. Hmm. It's an interesting game, a league, you know. I, I you know. Yeah. I mean, I was the, the Brighton Southampton game was actually. I mean, I watched that game. I was. I mean, it was a good game. I mean, Brighton was completely outplayed them in the first half, and then Southampton. I think that goal right before halftime, and then scoring early again. Um, Southampton kind of dominated the second half, but. That ended up being a 2-2 tie. Yeah, those are interesting teams because they seem to have glimmers of being really good and then moments of being really bad. I've I've always been a big fan of of Brighton. I watch all their games whenever I'm around. Like, I didn't get to watch days. uh, You know, yeah, they have fits of brilliance. So this is tangentially related, I guess. And and Jack, maybe you're going there, but I'll uh, I'll skip. Chris, how are you? How are you feeling about your Champions League prospects? Oh. I'm uh, telling Jack I, I don't really have any. Um, <laughs> I'd like to win one of those, but I'm not going to be around. I'm going to be up at uh, the cabin with my sisters flying in day after tomorrow, and so we're heading up there. So I won't get to see the games on on Tuesday. I might get home in time to watch uh, uh, one of the Wednesday games, but you know, I. I got both teams in it. I'm pretty happy with that. Uh, if if yeah. one of them makes it through, you know, I'll be thrilled. But, you know. I think going into this, for somebody to have two teams going into the Final Four is pretty, pretty incredible. Uh, you, and you've got the, the two Real. You've got the Real and Real. I do. But uh, then going against Manchester City and, and uh, you know, yeah. Liverpool – you know, they're two pretty good teams. And like Jack says, they're sitting guys because they, they want to win that, you know, and we'll see how it works out, you know. Um, but, yeah, um, they, it's it's 
it, it just seems to be a whole different game, you know, when you're watching that as opposed to watching, you know, the Premier League, you know, there's a little bit more respect out there. There's a little bit, I can't say there's less diving. No, there is less diving. It's just, it's just played differently. I don't know, you know, it's, uh, you know. Yep. I think particularly as it gets deeper, it starts getting a lot more serious. Oh, yeah. Well, I think for Chris, it's interesting because, I, you know, you – you got the two underdogs left, right? Um, but Real Madrid, I mean, they played great against Chelsea when Chelsea got ahead of them. It was like they flipped a switch and said, shit, we're going to get knocked out. Let's not do that. I mean, so you have, the, you have this negative possibility in this pool, but if one of them actually wins, you're a shoe. Oh, yeah. It seems like you're a shoe in to me. Yep. Uh, yeah. Great. Yep. Well, I, I take that back. I, I, I mean, Mike's ahead, so if Liverpool gets through... Yeah. Then it's a one-on-one. Then it's like yeah. who wins the. Although, yeah, I guess it depends on how. So Liverpool, Liverpool, does Liverpool plays Real Madrid, right? No. Liver- uh, Villarreal. Villarreal. Yeah. So that could be it. Yeah, you could. Yeah, that would be fun. Well, yeah. I mean, Pat's going to need a lot of help because um, he's so right. far, he's far behind. So, but yeah, it would be cool in terms of it, making that championship game mean something. That if it was Liverpool yeah. and. Real Real Madrid, that would be, and you guys are tight in yeah, points. Yeah, that would still. be interesting at the very end. We'd have to, I think, you know, I'd have to come home early. Me and Mike, we, we might have to meet up at, uh, you know, yeah. at the Bulldog or something to watch that game. Yeah. <laughs> May 20th. Is that, well, yeah. Memorial Day weekend. Uh, that's, is that Sunday? No, that's Saturday, huh? Mm. Well, it's still a two-game uh, series, right? For no, the, the final, final, the final's no. one. The finals just won. Okay. Yeah, semifinals yeah. is a two-leg thing, and the finals won. Oh shit, that's crazy. Because I think that is luster day. I don't think I'm going to be able to watch it. Well, fuck. Nothing to matter. I mean, we still got to get there first. But was luster day mean like a big party at the brewery, or so just making luster? Day is where we release four different. Let's see, uh, one, two, three. Five different variants of Lustra on the same day. There's half Lustra, Lustra, double Lustra, triple Lustra, lager Lustra. And then next year, there will be a sixth when we're going to do barrel-aged Lustra. So it's just it's a, something that we started doing the second year we opened. When we, when we did uh, triple Lustra for the first time, I said, why don't we do a Lustra day and release all of the Lustra variants the same day? And it was like, Fuck yeah. And so we did it and there was a line 14 blocks long. And so we kept doing it after that. So luster day is Memorial day, Saturday. And so I don't think I'm going to be able to watch. Well, I think you need to come up with another good idea to have a whole bunch of screens brought in to broadcast <laughs> yeah, the exactly. final of the champions. Like there you go. Actually, that's, I, I think luster day will pay for that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> And you'll bring it a whole TV bunch there? of people. What's that, kid? Do you have any TVs at that at your new place? Not at the new space. We we have uh, the idea is to do a big screen, not a big screen, but um, well, I guess yeah, like a drop down screen. But projector. right right now, yeah, projector. Right now, uh, the focus is on you know investing in other areas. Either way, it should be exciting. That's that. It's been fun. Uh, yeah, this I like this pool. This was a good format. This was better than the yeah, hockey like league it. playoff format, I think. <laughs> I liked it too. <laughs> uh, uh, 
We went out early. I like the first week I had negative points. Yeah. <laughs> Both teams. Both teams. <laughs> what 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 draft pick were you? Uh I don't remember. I think I was not super high. I wanna say You third. probably had to be six or seven. I, yeah, I think I was kind of low. I mean so Ajax was my first one. Maybe I was last. Who knows? Basic structure, Zach. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Kip was fifth. Took I. Oh wow, you're right after me. Nice. And you, well, you Kip, you, it didn't you, matter. No. I mean, every team below you is out, other than Kip or Chris's thirteenth pick. That's or the crazy yeah. part. Yeah. I remember thinking because you know the wheel was not kind to me in that draft that um i was sitting here thinking byron's gotta be it had to be man city liverpool and byron and the fact that it went man city real madrid and byron i was like man real madrid chris really obviously i just didn't like i watched the byron game and i just wasn't they were talking about how good they were and i i just wasn't impressed with them and i know it was just one single game but i'm like they aren't you know uh, they're, they're talking them up and i just wasn't wasn't a fan uh, well, that, that game I watched. I forget who they were playing there. Um, well, that's what I was just thinking. You were playing, but Real Madrid was playing PSG, which is like, wow, okay. Um, yeah. And yeah, whereas top, uh, Byron had uh, Salzburg. Byron. So, all right. Well, you guys want to talk one more little uh, potential since uh, I, I played around with options on this idea of trip. <laughs> oh, does, does Kip have a segment today? Uh, uh, I have nothing prepared, but you guys, if you want to ask me questions, you can. How do you, uh, how do you <laughs> take care of a poisonous snake bite on, in the desert? Yeah. Don't suck it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. They say basically the best thing to do is just, um, keep yourself calm. Don't put tourniquets on, just get yourself to treatment as soon as possible. Gotcha. All right, that was my question. Thanks, Kip. Well, Thanks, kill Doc. some time because I'm 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 exploring a uh, an idea here. What was the what What are the dates of this trip? This proposed trip. Well, hold on a second. I, I don't I want I don't want to leave. Um, Got gotcha. you. Your your offer here, since Kip offered the opportunity to ask him questions. Let's see what inter <laughs> what's Lee what inter ER interview doctor questions. <laughs> so. Yeah. Right, question is the emergency room doctor. Oh, that's not a question. Here we go. A patient enters the hospital emergency room complaining about a high fever and sore stomach. You don't have immediate access to their medical history. What do you do? A patient enters the hospital high fever. Well, I'm going to examine them. I mean, oh, this sounds like a trick question. Um, <laughs> Could any of us answer this question and <laughs> get a job? Oh, well, I guess so. I guess you would ask them what you know have you had your appendix removed have you had i guess that's where they're going um i don't know it tests your experience in a fast-paced environment <laughs> have you had any other symptoms these aren't the are best you? questions let me see can you let me see uh how would you handle a scared patient oh i would make them go calm right i mean talk all soothing and <laughs> I think you'd be very good at handling the scared patient, Kip. You seem to be, yeah, you, you seem to have good bedside manners. Kip, how would you I handle do. a scared French speaking patient? Female? <laughs> uh, female. Bonjour. 
<laughs> Qu'est-ce que tu bois? <laughs> so these aren't great questions, huh? Ricky, I want to see Yeah, yeah, not not real good. Yeah, let's see if we can find we need something like. There we go. Sixty-two emergency room doctor. Oh, it's a multiple choice. We can actually answer these and then see how we do. <laughs> Are you good at working? Oh, I don't know about these. Can you relocate? <laughs> looking for a job. These, these questions yeah, aren't adding confidence job. to any time I need to go into an ER that the, that the, that the interview was all that rigorous. So, yeah. so the first question I asked the doctor, did you relocate to get this job? Yeah, I think these are if you're interviewing for a job, right? So yeah. what do you think about teamwork? I love it. There you go. What is your greatest achievement outside of your work as an emergency room doctor, Kip? Oh boy. Badlands. I'm on the interview. Uh, my greatest achievement outside. Um, <laughs> it's definitely not golf because I did not play well this weekend. Um, well, let's 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 us answer, Chris. What do you think? You're knowing Kip for as long as you've known Kip. What do you think his best achievement outside of work as an emergency room doctor is? Kip has achievements outside of work. Good answer. Good answer. Um, <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, he's, he's committed to his craft. Mm. I don't, uh, I don't see anything beyond that. There's honor in that. No non-work achievements, Mike. I, <laughs> I, I am, I am always impressed by Kip's even keel. He, uh, he, never seems to get flustered in any situation. He has a nice dry sense of humor and he's enjoyable to be around. Well, Kip, for me, it's, it's obvious. It's your command of the French language. Bonjour. (laughs) (laughs) Merci beaucoup. (laughs) Definitely not his parallel parking skills. No. Yes, that's true. I need to work on that. (laughs) all right is there anything else interesting on these questions wow these are really really basic questions i i I mean so when you are i would expect a little more yeah like technical medical stuff yeah i think this is management don't you think it's yeah yeah, you could put this under you know pr 101 yeah yeah well what are your salary requirements as an emergency room doc kit i think uh, as much as possible, I, I, right? As, yes, definitely. As much as you can get. That's that's Throw in some cigars. It's a weird thing about emergency medicine because, you know, I basically make the same amount of money I made 20 years ago. So, you know, most companies, like if you're in a company, obviously you get paid higher and higher. You get inflation raises and stuff like that. So a lot of people, you know, retire at this huge number where – for us, it's like we get an hourly rate for the most part, and that hourly rate hasn't changed a whole lot in 20 years. So I'm looking at this question 46. Now, I would say over the past 25 years, I've done 100 job interviews You know, where I'm the asker, I'm the interviewer. It never occurred to me to ask them how they rate me as an interviewer. Right. Why would I even care what they think? Yeah. <laughs> it almost feels like you're giving up control. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you answer no to 48, you pretty much blew the interview. Yeah, you, <laughs> you, you work well one. under pressure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quit asking me all these questions. 
<laughs> Will you please ask me one question about a paratherachotomy, whatever you did and you taught us to do. <laughs> so, I love 53. 53 is one of my favorites. Yes. Neither. <laughs> it's just Machiavelli. Do you have any Machiavellian tendencies in the ER? You know, it says, that's an interesting answer. So the question, do you think you, a leader should be feared or liked? And the answer is liked. You want to work harder for people that inspire and motivate you. Fear only lasts for so long. That's really not that true. No. It depends on the depth of the fear. W w watch uh, succession. Yes. Are you aggressive? I, I, you know, it's funny you mentioned succession there, Mike. I, um, I watched Molly's game the other day, and I, I didn't, I forgot that the the Dean guy that she originally works for running the first game was the guy from Succession. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, because yeah. I, I, I was when I watched Succession, I'm like, God, he was in a movie. I just can't think of who he, yeah. what it was in, and it's Molly's game. Yeah, and he was a complete asshole. That's a good and movie. Watched, by the way. Uh, I think I mentioned it on the trip. If if you're a Jessica Chastain fan, watch Miss Sloan. Okay. Great. Fucking movie. Hmm. Stealing some of Dave's uh, TV thunder here yeah. while he's not here. 